Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. Salve a tutti e bentornati. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Break Italian. This is the show which will help you take your Italian to the next level. Io sono Mark. Io sono Ayla. Io sono Francesca. We are your Coffee Break Italian team. Delighted to be back once more with another episode for you. Allora, l'episodio scorso, cosa abbiamo fatto? Abbiamo fatto le preposizioni in, a e su. And in this episode, we're going to add to this with more prepositions, non è vero? Sì, sì, di, da, con, per, tra. Yeah, I have to say that this episode, we're going to move a little more quickly because I think in the last episode, we perhaps went a little too long on the, the presentation. So let's move a little more quickly with this one and we'll get through these different prepositions. Tutto bene? Tutto bene, sì. Tutto bene. Okay, Ayla... As usual, you're going to be listening to this first section and then we'll come back and do some practice with you and, of course, with our listeners. But for now, cominciamo! Sì, mettiamoci al lavoro! E io vi ascolto! Francesca, you've already told us that we're, we're concentrating on particular prepositions today and they are... Eh, di, da, con, per, tra... Or fra, which are the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of two for the price of one there, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Okay. Now, di and da, I would say probably are, are more complicated ones here. Sì. Let's begin with those ones okay. then. In fact, let's take di, and we're going to go through the different uses of di. 
being the, the very first use of D is a very common use. It's the, the kind of key use of the word. So it's possession or belonging. So the book of Mark, Mark's book. Sì, il libro di Mark. Okay. So in, in Italian, we don't have a, a kind of Mark's book. There's no apostrophe S. No. So in this case, we have to swap it around and make it the book of Mark. Using preposition di, sì, il libro di Mark. Okay. And we can also, we, we looked at this a couple of lessons ago when we were asking the question, whose book is this? Sì, di chi è questo libro. So this D, it's a, it's a use of D we're very familiar with. We don't sì. need to, to spend any, any longer on this. So let's move then to preposition D sì. and use number two. Sì. Uh, it's the topic of something uh, usually associated uh, with verb parlare okay. or discutere. So in this case, in English, we could say he's talking of something, but it sounds weird. So we would rather use talking about something. Okay. So when D is used for this, this this reason, when we're talking about a topic, then we're talking about the translation about. Sì. Okay. So uh, give us an example. Ad esempio, eh, parli spesso di sport. Do you often speak about sport? Sì. Ah, interesting here. Remember something? Because if we're then answering that question, parli di spesso di sport sì. or do, do you talk often about sport how would we say yes I talk about it often can you remember Mark? I can indeed <laughs> it's that lovely little pronoun ne bravissimo ne parlo spesso ottimo of it I speak often sì ok so let's just run through that again parli spesso di sport Francesca sì ne parlo spesso con i miei amici perfetto ok a quick question, Francesca, about this. What's the difference between di and su when we're talking about a topic? Because last time we were talking about una conferenza sulla traduzione. Sì, eh, parlare, verbs like parlare, discutere, that would take uh, preposition di. So you wouldn't really say parli spesso su sport. It's just because verbs like parlare and discutere they're followed by preposition di. Okay, so if we're talking about a, a book about history, would that be una, un libro di storia or su storia? Un libro di storia, or you could also say un libro sulla storia di Roma. Ah, so we're being a little more specific sì, then. Sì, Good. Sì. Okay, so, so far we've had uh, uh, belonging uh, when, when it's a, a situation of possession, number one. Sì. Number two was when it's the topic. Sì. Let's move to D, situation number three, and that is all about origin. Yes, we probably learned this in uh, episode two of season one. Yep. <laughs> e the simple sentence, di dove sei? Yeah, where are you from? And uh, there we're talking about the origin, where you're from. So, for example, we could say, uh, non lo so, sono di Catania. Sì, ad esempio. So, your, 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 your origin is in Catania. But there's a couple of things that we need to remember there, isn't there? Yes, we need to remember that we cannot use this construction with countries. Mm -hmm. So, I couldn't say sono di Italia. Okay. It doesn't work. What would you say then? E vengo dall'Italia. Yeah, so I come, and that's using a different uh, preposition. Sì, da, vengo dall'Italia. Sì. We'll come back to that in a moment. Mm -hmm. And we cannot say again, vengo di Catania. 
So we cannot mix same. up verbs and prepositions uh, randomly, but we need to think carefully what we are using and what we want to say. I think we should focus on this origin, the sense of origin. That's all about being, isn't it? So if your your origin is all about your being, then you can only use the verb essere, va bene? Si, Sono I really like it. Catania. Okay, <laughs> this is the origin. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into Game of Thrones at some point. I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's D number three, origin. We've had possession, topic, origin. And let's move to number four, because this is a little bit different. Yeah, and again, it's something we did uh, in season two, maybe around episode four. 14, 15. Oh, you're very good at knowing all these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, I have good. them all in my mind. <laughs> uh, so basically, it's the partitive article when we combine uh, the preposition D with the definite article. And as you said, it's something that we've done already. It's just a good way of, of reviewing all of this. The partitive article, that's all that. Some, so some coffee, some sweets, si. uh, some chocolate, some music and so on. Uh, we've, we've dealt with this. Let's do a quick reminder here. See, it's very important to uh, remember that the, the preposition D becomes de when uh, combined with the article. Of course. esempio, vorrei dei pomodori. Yeah. I would like some tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Or compro delle banane e del latte. Yeah, so I would like some, ba- uh, sorry, I'm buying some bananas and some milk. Sì. Or voglio del pollo sulla pizza. No, sì. non è corretto. <laughs> <laughs> so your partitive article, D plus the article, and of course D then becomes de, so del, dello, della, degli, and, and so on. We've done that. We don't need to go through that again. But that is number four of D. Have we got time for number five? Because number five is a little bit eerie-fairy. This is kind of other things. It's like everything else. Si, go si. for it, Francesca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, some quick examples. Uh, for time, ad esempio, uh, le cinque di sera. It's the equivalent of the English PM. Yeah. Literally, of the evening. And what would be of the morning? Di mattina. Di mattina, di sera. Okay, what about other situations? We use preposition, the preposition di for age. Mm-hmm. Un ragazzo di 19 anni. So a boy of 19 years old or 19 years, a 19-year-old boy. And finally, for the material, ad esempio, un tavolo di legno. Hmm, interesting. A table of wood, a wooden table. Sì. So there, that's our kind of our, our, our mix and match one. It's our, si, it's our si. potpourri of D, our extra one, number five. Let's quickly run through our D situations again. Number one was possession. La macchina di Enrico. Okay. Number two was topic. Parlo sempre di politica. Number three, origin. No, no, I need to say that in a lower voice. Origin. Okay. Sono di Torino. <laughs> Voice, sorry. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, let's move on to number four, and that was the partitive article. Compro delle scarpe nuove. And finally, number five, our mismatch, our, our kind of muddle of different... It's not a muddle, because that suggests it's unorganised. It's always organised, but we're just doing different types of things. So it was time. Sì, sono le tre di pomeriggio. Age. Un bel ragazzo di vent'anni. Oh, material. <laughs> Una sciarpa di lana. Perfect. That's all we're going to do about D. Sì. Now, let's move on to da. Da. Okay. 
Now I've got to I've got to confuse things here because da number one is guess what? Origin. Origin. Okay, Again. we need to come oh. back to our origin, but this is slightly different. Okay, remember origin first one. We are just using essere. This one is all about kind of where you come from. It's not quite so origin. Okay, so let's hear about this. Okay, we're using da with verb venire. And we can say, for example, vengo da Perugia, vengo da Milano. So verb venire, preposition da and a city. We can also use it with countries, but we need to remember to attach the definite article with countries. Ad esempio, vengo dall'Australia o vengo dal Marocco. Perfetto. Your key thing here, of course, is that da is venire and di was Essere, essere, the origin one, the real origin, okay? The venire is a kind of fake origin, okay? It's not really <laughs> a fake origin, but you know what I mean. Origin with venire is da, okay? So that is number one of da. Let's move on to number two. Number two is at someone's uh, house or shop. Yep. This this always, um, this is the kind of the, the restaurant one or, you know, the one that you'll see on, on see. Uh, places in the town because it's da... And whatever. So let's hear some examples. Vado da Silvia. Right, I'm going to Silvia's house. Adesso sono da Silvia. Now I'm at Silvia's house. Now notice there we've got we've got a going to, there's direction, and also a being at. There's there's placement there. It's, it, it doesn't matter. Da Silvia means at Silvia's house. What about a, a shop idea? Sì, vado dal barbiere, ovviamente. Oh, are you going to the, the barbers? Yeah. Sì, sì, tutti i giorni. Di Sevilla. <laughs> sì. <laughs> oh, sono dal barbiere. Okay, so you're at the barbers, this. And it's it's back to the restaurant idea. We've got lots and lots of restaurants that are called da something or other. Sì. Ad esempio, da Mario, l'esempio classico. Classico, classico. Che è sempre buono, un buon cibo a sì, da Mario. Sì, sì, sì. <laughs> If it helps, this may help some of our listeners, I always think of da as the French chez. Sì. So chez Georges, at Georges' place. Okay, so it may help you to think about that, but it's very, very similar. Da equals chez in French. So that's da number two. Sì. Da number one was origin with venire. Da number two is at the house of or at the shop of. Number three da is... It's a period of time which started in the past but is still continuing into the present. I love this one because it it's a way of expressing things in a in a more complex way but very very simply sì. because you can just use da with a present tense. Esatto. So, how long have you been studying Italian? Da quanto tempo studi italiano? Now listen to that in English we see have you been studying Italian? A rather complicated phrase with different verb tenses and so on because traditionally have you been studying would be a kind of perfect continuous and such and such. But in Italian it's wonderful. Da quanto tempo studi, present tense, italiano. Sì. So I've been studying Italian for two years. Studio italiano da due anni. Perfetto. Molto, molto facile. Sì, è facilissimo. And it's fantastic because we can use it really in this very simple way to, to, to say something a little more complicated. But there's a bell that's ringing here and that bell that is ringing is all about an alternative preposition because in English, I have been studying Italian for two years. Don't ever use per. No. 
In fact, we shouldn't even mention pair no, here. No, we will mention it when we are talking about pair. <laughs> yeah, so just ignore pair here. This is a period of time continuing into the present, da number three. Now it comes to our f- number four, which is one of these mm, bonus ones, a little more. You know, there's a, there's a bit more to be said here. Um, some examples. See, si. uh, we can use da combined also with preposition a to describe uh, a period of time from a moment to a certain moment. Okay. Uh, especially with uh, hours. Yeah. Dalle quattro alle cinque. From four o'clock until five o'clock. Si. Exactly. And then there's one other one I'd like to throw in here. And that is something that we've, we've, uh, com- we, we did it when we were looking at the imperfect, didn't we? Um, as a child. Si, si, da bambino, da bambina. Yeah. And, and it's, it's straightforward again. It's just, how do you say as a child in Italian? Da bambino. Okay, it's it's really straightforward. We don't need to worry about any complicated uses of that there. It's just da number 4B, if you like, is, is as a child, as a stage in life, uh, as a student. Da studente. Yeah, or as as a young person. Da giovane. We wouldn't really say, you know, as a young person, I would say such and such. Da, da giovane. Um, when I was young. When I was young. Yeah. Okay, that's da. So we've got four uses of da. We've got origin with venire. We've got um, to or at someone's house or shop. We've got the period of time continuing to the present. And then we've got these other uses like time and as in a stage of life and, and, and so on. Let's move on to another preposition. And this time it's... Per. Per. Right. Now we talked about da before and we said we'd never use per when we're talking about I have been studying Italian for two years. However, per can be used when we're talking about periods of time which are now finished. Sì, esatto. Go for it, Francesca. Ad esempio, ho studiato italiano per due anni. Ma adesso non studi più. No. Più? Più. Più. I don't know where più came from there. <laughs> adesso non studi più. Esatto. You don't study anymore. Ho studiato l'italiano per due anni. I studied it for two years. And there's a, a thing about the tense here, isn't sì, there? Sì, passato prossimo. So the perfect tense is what we're using here. But compare that with da, studio l'italiano, da due anni. I have been studying Italian for two years and I'm continuing to do so. Sì, exactly. But at some point in the past, I studied Italian for two years. Ho studiato italiano per due anni. Okay, so one is the passato prossimo and per... And the other is the present and da. Okay, let's go to pair number two. Number two is the aim uh, for which we do something very similar to your English in order to. Yep. Ad esempio, vado in palestra per dimagrire. Oh, vado in palestra per dimagrire. I'm going to the gym to, to get slim, to, to lose weight. Sì. Okay. Oh, um, studio l'italiano per parlare con i miei parenti di Napoli. Okay, so I'm studying Italian in order to speak with my relatives from Napoli. Sì. Okay. Can we also use it with a noun? Sì, possiamo dire studio italiano per lavoro. Yeah, so, so there's either an infinitive following the pair or a noun, a noun. following the pair. Sì. Okay, that's, that's straightforward. That's straightforward. pair number two. Sì. Let's move to pair number three. Sì, uh, number three is the usage of the preposition per with verb partire. Ah, this is an interesting one because you're, you're setting off in order to go somewhere, aren't sì, you? Sì, esatto. Let's Ad esempio, parto per Venezia. I'm leaving 
for Venice. I'm leaving in order to go to Venice. It's, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the 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 in order to the aim one, but there's a kind of direction, a physical direction exactly. involved here. And we need not to get confused with preposition ah because. We There's said, direction, yeah. For if we go to a place, to mm -hmm. a city or a town, we use preposition, the preposition a. So uh, in this case, because we're using verb partire, we need a different preposition. So let's think about this. Vado a Venezia, va bene? Sì. Parto a Venezia. Non va bene. Non va bene, because that means something different, theoretically. It means... You are in Venice and that's your place That's of your departure, departure point, yeah. exactly. So let's think about this a little more carefully. Vado a Venezia, I'm going to Venice. Parto per Venezia, I'm leaving for Venice. But if you're describing your trip and your departure point is Venice, I'm leaving from Venice. Parto a Venezia. It could also be parto da, da. in that case. Yeah. Just let's think of it as the destination. Imagine the, the Indiana Jones movies and when you've got the, the, the little, you know, when they travel by dots across the map and they, they leave from San Francisco and they're going to Egypt, they're, they're departing for Egypt. Parto per Legito? Sì, si, legito. Si, okay, si, si. there we go. Si. And you can also hear this at a train station, couldn't you? It's very common in announcements. Uh, ad esempio, il treno per Bologna è in partenza al binario 4. Okay, so uh, il treno per Bologna, the destination of that train, is about to leave. And we'll need to hurry up if we're going to get that train because it's in partenza. It's si. leaving. Right, we've got a couple of other bonuses for per, haven't we? Sì, si, a set phrase, per terra. Per terra, on the floor, on the ground. Sì, bravissimo. E, um, the idea of by a certain time or no later than a certain time. This Ad esempio, is good, yeah. Arrivo domani per le cinque. Yeah, so e like no later than no five. No later than I'll five. I'll be there by, by five. five. Arrivo sì. domani per le cinque. Sì. As, that's, that's quite a, an advanced usage. I would see if our listeners are, are able to use that. They'll they'll impress people, won't they? Yeah, and you don't need to be too precise. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking in Italian, come yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> so it's quite useful. <laughs> per le cinque. No later than five. Sì. Mm. We'll see, we'll see. Okay, that's per. So we've got we've got four uses of per there. We've got the period of time which is now finished with the passato prossimo. We've got per number two, which is the aim in order to do something. We've got number three with partire, when your destination is somewhere. Partire or parto per Venezia. And then we've got number four, which were our bonuses per terra and domani arrivo per le cinque and so on. Francesca, just before we leave per, do we ever combine per with a, an article? No, some prepositions like per, con, tra and fra are never combined. Okay, were they combined in the past? Yes, you can still find them in the literature, uh, poetry, but I don't really think we we need them just now. Okay, there's there's a little too much that we're trying to fit in here anyway, so let's let's not bother with that just now. We do have two more prepositions to do, and the fantastic news is these are the most simple ones. Let's start with con. Con, sì. Uh, we mentioned this before. Con is used for means of transport. Mm -hmm. Ad esempio, andiamo a Pisa con la macchina. Okay, so there we're saying con with the car, literally, okay. con la macchina. Um, uh, what else? E 
with the idea of together with someone else, mm-hmm. abito con il mio fidanzato. Oh, this is kind of straightforward. It's just a, a straightforward way of looking at the English. Abito con il mio fidanzato. I live with my fiancé, with my partner. And uh, number three is by means of something. Uh, ad esempio, apro la porta con le chiavi. Yeah, once again, straightforward. It's just exactly the same as in English. Sì. I open the door with the keys. So con is really straightforward. Sì. And then our other one, our two for the price of one one, which is tra and fra. Sì, they mean the same thing, but there are two possible uh, spellings. Okay. Here. What do they mean? The meanings are, again, quite straightforward. The first one is between. Mm-hmm. La pizzeria è tra il cinema e la farmacia. So the, the pizzeria is between the cinema and the chemist, so the pharmacy. Sì. Uh, the second meaning, maybe it's a bit tricky at first. It means in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Ad esempio, fra un mese è Natale. So within a month, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas sì. is, is within a month, yeah? Uh-huh. O arrivo fra cinque minuti. I'll arrive in, in five minutes. In five minutes. Yeah, so um, if you've told someone that you'll, you'll be there uh, no later than five, and then when you're on your late, you're, when you're running late, you can always say, uh, arrivo fra cinque minuti. Esatto, bravissimo. <laughs> okay. That's the Italian in you, Mark. <laughs> you can also say fra poco. Fra poco. Tra, pro, tra poco. Sì, sì, so sì, in a little sì. while. Sì, esatto. And the last uh, uh, meaning is, uh, uh, again, meaning between, but in terms of... Uh, Times, ad esempio, l'ufficio è aperto tra le due e le cinque. So the office is open between two and five. Could we also say dalle due alle cinque? Sì, sì, sì. Okay, so we can use da, a there as opposed to tra, e. But tra or fra doesn't combine with the, the article. No, never. No, Could you, you cannot say fralle or no. fralle. <laughs> that, that sounds like a pasta shape. Or something. <laughs> sì, sì, sì. Right, that is where we're going to leave this. It has been another marathon, but I have to I say, know. I think we've been, I think our, our pace has been a little faster in this marathon. Sì. We'll let our listeners decide on that. We'll leave it now and we'll be back in just a moment with Isla. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Another marathon indeed, but hopefully, Isla, it wasn't too fast that it all ran past you. <laughs> no, I think I've managed to understand most of it. I'll obviously need to practice um but I think Fra and Da, I'll need to have some more work on. Well, funny you should say that. We are just going to do some practice of that now. Francesca, you've prepared some practice content for Ayla, yeah? See, I've prepared some, um, let's say, shorter than the usual translation tasks. So we can focus specifically on the on the new prepositions. Sounds good. Okay, take okay. it away. Uh, allora, uh, we're going to start with D. And uh, the first sentence is, uh, Sara is from Bologna. Origin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm being, I'm being silly today. I'm just, I like the origin. Okay, so Sara is from <laughs> Bologna. Ayla, how would you say that? Sara è di Bologna. Perfetto. Okay, molto bene. My sister's house. So it's just that bit, my sister's house, the house of my sister. Try it, Ayla. La casa de la mia sorella. Mm, are you sure about that? Do you always say la mia sorella or do you just say mia sorella? Mia sorella. So you wouldn't say the house of the my sister, you would say the house of my sister. Okay, so la casa di mia sorella. But, yeah, perfect. It's possession. La casa di mia sorella. Molto okay. Bene. Let's talk about cinema. That's a good one. This is our topic one. So let's talk about cinema. Parliamo di cinema. Cinema, cinema yeah. What, what's your pronunciation there? Yeah, okay. And number and four. And the last one for this section. I would like some stamps. Ah, nice partitive there. Something we've covered many times. I would like some stamps. Vorrei di francobolli. Vorrei dei francobolli, one of my favourite words in Italian. Sì. Vorrei dei francobolli. Yeah, I would like some stamps. I think it's a nice word. It is. Yeah. I don't know why, but anyway. Okay, so that's D. Let's move on to da. Da. My friend Enrique comes from Spain. Okay. Are you friendly with Enrique Iglesias? Of course. I could be your hero, baby. Anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> my friend Enrique comes from Spain. I love E il mio amico Enrique viene dalla Spagna? Good, dalla Spagna, because it's venire da, and therefore we need the, the definite article, dalla Spagna. Brava. Bruno is at his brother's. Is this Bruno Mars? Sì. Okay, so Bruno is at his brother's. Bruno è da suo fratello? Brava, si, Bruno è da suo fratello. Remember the da is at the house of, at the shop of, at the place of, that kind of thing. Okay, another one. E si, uh, my grandparents have been married for 50 years. Okay, my grandparents 
have been married for 50 years. Try that, Isla. I miei nonni sono sposati per 50 anni. Mm. They still are married. They haven't ah. divorced. So, da? Da, bravissima. Okay. That's the idea of da. The, the action is still in process. Okay. Remember, it's da with the present tense and uh, the other situation which we're just coming on to look at is per with the passato prossimo, the perfect tense, and that's where it's finished. The situation is over. So, on that note... Francesca. Okay, per. My aunt studied in Verona for a year. Have a go at that one, Ayla. Mia zia ha studiato a Verona sì. per un anno. Yeah, that's right. So a Verona, in Verona, well done. And then for a year, you got that perfectly right, per un anno. Because she's not still studying there, she studied in Verona for a year in the past. Brava. Ottimo. The next one, I buy flour to make pasta. Do you remember what flour is? Is it la farina? Good, well done, la farina. So I buy flour to make pasta. Compro la farina per fare la pasta? Brava, sì. Compro la farina per fare la pasta. Sometimes you start to wonder, am I doing this correctly? And and sometimes they're not complicated, so it's all good. Okay, another one? Sì, l'ultima. Has the train for Naples already left? Okay, here we're talking about that destination. Has the train for Naples already left? I'm going to help you with this one and I'm going to put it into Italianglese. The train for Naples is already left or has already left. So, il treno per Napoli? Sì. È già partito? Brava, sì. Ottimo. Il treno per Napoli, the direction, the destination, è già partito. Okay? Okay. Uh, now, preposition con... Venetians go to work by ferry boat. Okay, so Venetians go to work by ferry boat. We're looking at uh, a mode of transport here. So the Venetians, do you know what the Venetians would be? I'm going to take a guess. Veneziani? Veneziani, sì, i Veneziani. Okay. So i Veneziani. 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 Vanno al lavoro con il vaporetto? Sì, brava. I veneziani vanno al lavoro con il vaporetto. Francesca, you know what I'm going to ask. Could we say in vaporetto? Sì, 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 ovviamente. I veneziani non vanno al lavoro a piedi. No, o in bicicletta. (laughs) In bicicletta, no, I think they would would sink. Ok, numero cinque. I'm going on holiday with Amanda. That's straightforward enough. Just watch on holiday, okay? Vado in vacanza con Amanda? Sì. Brava. Sì. Okay. Um, any any other ones? Another one for con? Sì. Uh, I drink everything with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Not very good for the environment, Francesca, I have to say. No, but now there um, are paper straws. Mm, paper straws, indeed. Um the word for straw is canuccia. Canuccia. 
Or if you're from Florence, Hanuta. Bravo. Una hola hola Hanuta. Una hola hola Hanuta. That's a very famous um, sort of expression that, that people say that people from Florence use. Una hoja hola hola Hanuta. Because in, in Florence, the K sound can become a little bit more ha. Una hoja hola hola Hanuta. Okay, but anyway, let's come back to this. I drink everything with a straw. Una canucha. Okay. Bevo tutto. Con una canuccia? Brava! Bravissima, sì. bravissima, di carta, mi raccomando, la cannuccia. Bevo tutto con una cannuccia. Ok, and finally, let's go sì. to tra or fra. Ok, the baby sleeps between his parents. That's quite tricky, try that one. Il bambino dorme tra i suoi genitori. Perfetto. Brava, sì. sì. Il bambino dorme tra i suoi genitori. Molto bene. Dinner is ready in five minutes. We'll need to hurry up then, come sì. on quickly. Okay, dinner is ready in five minutes. La cena è pronta fra cinque minuti. Sì, la cena è pronta fra cinque minuti. Molto bene. And note that we say fra in five minutes time, mm-hmm. not in cinque minuti. That no. would be the time it took to cook it. Sì. Okay. E l'ultima, I usually study between two and five. Do you remember the expression for usually? Solito. Di solito. Di solito. Di solito. Okay, so usually I study between two and five. Di solito studio tra le due e le cinque. Brava, ottimo, brava, brava. Ottimo. Well, that's been another marathon. Thirty-three sì. and a half minutes. It's, yeah, we, we, we were a little slower in that marathon, I think, although I think we managed to squeeze a little more in. Sì, sì, assolutamente. Bravissimi tutti. Sì, soprattutto Ayla. Soprattutto. <laughs> Allora è tutto per oggi. This has been a marathon, but we hope you've enjoyed joining us on the marathon and running it with us through all of these prepositions. If you'd like more practice on the prepositions, then of course you can find more at coffeebreakitalianplus.com where we offer our video versions and our lesson notes, which will help you get into these uh, prepositions that bit more and our bonus listening materials, which we are just about to record now for the practice of all the content here. That's all at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook. That's at facebook.com forward slash coffeebreakitalian. And if you are on Twitter, you can find us at Learn Italian. And if you would like to keep in touch with what happens behind the scenes here at Coffee Break, follow Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. That's it for this episode. We will be back again soon. We're changing the topic next time. No more prepositions, no thank more goodness. Prepositions. But we're looking forward to our next lesson with you. Arrivederci. A presto. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.